Hello, hello, everyone. My name is Jack, and you're listening to the Dev90X podcast. It's the end of day 24, and I'm going to start this episode with a little follow-on from the previous episode, which is a, a health update. So over the weekend, I chose to have a cheat day on keto and break every one of my rules. And I, uh, I did it because it was just really inconvenient doing keto over the weekend when I was eating at an Italian restaurant and it was a birthday party and there was a lot of, a lot of stuff going on and I'd been really strict for over a month. So I thought if, the, if there's going to be a cheat day, this is the best time. And, and so I just went for it. Um, the experiment is to see if my skin reacts from having all this sugar and carbohydrates and even alcohol. Not a lot of alcohol, but just a little bit. Um, and so far, uh, it has not, uh, which is really awesome. This is building evidence on my theory that my skin problems are mostly related to the dynamic of my microbiome, um, specifically with yeast and how much yeast is colonized in my gut. Um, as keto being low carb, low sugar, has a propensity to shift the 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 colonies or the biodiversity away from like yeast dominant strains. So it seems to be holding up. The theory seems to be be holding up because if it were just a, an allergic reaction to the 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 sugar or to the the gluten, let's say in the pizza that I had, then I should react pretty much straight away uh, within you know eight to eight to 24 hours and that has not happened so i am excited to see how i look tomorrow or look and feel um and also another little health update great sleep last night but i got one of those sleep catch-up hangovers which yeah they suck (laughs) um jack's hack for today is all to do with to-do lists. So this has come about because I've just I've just swapped over from Android to iPhone, and in the process of switching over, it's been a little bit chaotic. All my workflows have been disrupted. All my normal UX flows have been disrupted, and I've had to relearn a lot of things really quickly as it's sort of like you know, hit the ground running, so to speak. I mean, we're all always running. So it can be a really disruptive thing to to change ecosystem from one device that you use four to six hours a day every day to another device that you use four to six hours a day every day. And one of those things that has been falling behind and, and one of the reasons why my focus has been taken a little bit away from building my app is planning, planning my life, doing my to-do lists. And um, so Jack's hack for today is that it doesn't really matter which app you use. Like, to be honest, even just a notepad, just simple notes is an exceptionally good app for doing your to-do lists and planning. Like there's so many, there's like Thing Things, there's Todoist, there's AnyDo, there's Apple Reminders, um, you know, Apple Notes, Google Notes, Google Keep. Uh, sorry, Google Keep, not Google Notes. There's no such thing as Google Notes. Uh, but anyway, it doesn't matter really. Like even a piece of paper, pen and paper is fine. 
the the most important thing is that you just get really good at doing it and when you do do your planning you're able to be focused and to do it effectively so that's the most important thing the most important thing is that you do it not like which app you use um, I guess when it comes to choosing an app it's just like don't use multiple different ones just pick one that works across all your devices where you do like to have access to your planning and then just stick with it I was using Todoist for a while and I really loved it um, there were a couple of things which are like oh I'd love it if we could do this or that and I was thinking about changing over but ultimately the only thing that prevented me from continuing to use it is that the app icon kept on disappearing from my home screen on my Android and it just annoyed the heck out of me <laughs> I would take it from my library put it back on my home screen and the next day it's gone it just vanishes for no reason and I do that over and over and over again until eventually I was like I can't figure out this problem and I'm just not going to use it anymore because I'm not going to go into my lab my app library every time I want to open it that's that's silly uh, so I just yeah I stopped using Todoist um, iPhone update so I'm, I'm just as I'm learning about the iPhone it's a really interesting experience for me going from from the Android operating system over to iPhone and just noticing all the differences uh, one thing that I find really nice is that iPhone has a native a really powerful native screen recording feature which is accessible just from the from like the accessibility menu and you can just just record your screen and it just creates a video um, similar to how you just click a volume button and the power button at the same time and it snaps a screenshot this will just snap a video and I love that it's so easy I used to have an app that would do that for me on Android and don't need that anymore next thing is something that's really nice is iCloud keychain so your keychain syncs across all your Apple devices which means that you only need to put your Wi-Fi password in one device and then it's automatically synced to your other devices really nice especially here in Bali you go to a cafe or restaurant and you ask for the password if you put it um, if you put it in one device you don't have to like put it in another one it just syncs across really nice uh, accessibility there's so many like little tips and tricks and hacks for accessibility on on iPhone that just don't exist on Android like like double taps or triple taps or swipes and like different regions that you can swipe from and um, you know multi-finger touch gestures and things like that there's 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 a lot uh, and it takes a while to learn them um, one that I just learned which is really nice is that on iPhone 12 there's a haptic gesture where you can double tap or triple tap the back of the phone and it registers um, a shortcut so you can you can just do a programmable shortcut I've got mine to play pause the music or podcast or whatever it is I'm listening to and it works really well super fast super responsive and yeah just awesome like super cool um, next point is the I'm using reminders now as that seems to be like the easiest way to manage my to-dos across all my devices as the yeah the, the the native Apple apps just sync really efficiently between each other which I like um, 
And it's weird that I had this issue with Google Chrome today where it would just not, it would just show search results are unavailable right now, whereas I could search in Safari and it would work straight away. And I've spoken to a, fr a friend of mine and he also has that same issue, which is weird. I don't know if that's a thing like Apple nudging out Google and just trying to get everyone on Safari. Um, I hope it's not because I do, I do like using Google Chrome. Um, but anyway, what I have learned. So biggest lesson that I'm learning right now is in this industry, in this area of work, the most important thing is deep work and deep focus and getting into a flow state or getting in the zone as I'm finding it very difficult to, to get any, any kind of meaningful learning or progress done um, if I'm just like skimming the surface of things. You, you need to go deep and having, having the amount of, right amount of time and environment for going deep is essential. It's just essential. Like there's no way around it, to be honest. Uh, I can't really think of one anyway. I'm definitely not going to give up on finding ways to, to take those small chunks of time, you know, the five minute, the 10 minute, the 15 minute time block and turn that into something valuable, turn that into something productive. As I'm sure there are ways to do that, like, you know, um, Enki flashcards could be one where I just review flashcards that, I've, you know, I've got a backlog of that I need to keep myself sharp and to keep learning new things and remembering them really well. But I don't have my flashcard deck yet. So I have to first build my flashcard deck before I can take advantage of that. Um, yeah, so I need to re rethink how I'm spending my days. And I think also when I record the podcast is another important factor. Because at the moment I'm targeting a mo the morning period as sort of like the first thing in the day that I do is re recording the podcast when actually I'd love to record it after a session, a, a deep work session. And maybe that, maybe it's better that I do it in the afternoon instead. And the second thing I'm learning is that <laughs> the amount of time I'm spending resetting my phone is ridiculous, is ri absolutely ridiculous. You know, I, I, I got this phone last Thursday and it's now Monday and I'm still setting it up. I'm still re-downloading apps. I'm still re-logging into apps. I'm still setting up my two-factor authentication, getting my SMS codes and phone number confirmations, setting up banking, configuring settings. Um, uh, yeah, syncing data, moving data, um, copying data, retraining my overall user experience, swipe zones, tap zones, tap and hold, double tap, multi-finger gestures. Um, and, and then, and then evaluating if I want to upgrade my iCloud storage option. There's just so many things to do. So many, it's crazy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this is eating up my time and it's not, there's no way around it. I have to, I have to do it. I, I use my phone for everything. And so it's just one of those things. I've just got a bit of a backlog of other things building up in my life that I need to take care of uh, before I can create these like large blocks of time where I can focus on programming. And, and I feel so bad, honestly, like I, 
feel like I'm just really getting behind and I'm just really ineffective at doing this. Um, yeah. But the, the one progress update that I do have to share today is that I decided to watch the WWDC 2021 event. It's one, hours and, one hour and 40 minutes long. It's really long. And I thought as a, as a new iOS developer getting into the ecosystem, it's probably good for me to watch this. But to be honest, it wasn't that useful. For one hour and 40 minutes of time, I probably could have spent that a little bit better. Uh, yeah, there's not many things that re really just directly relate to developing. Most of the things are more like end user, user experience things about the different operating systems, about new features. You know, you've got new features in iMessage, you've got new features in FaceTime, you've got new accessibility features, you've got, uh, you know, new, new things like uh, shortcuts is coming to Mac OS, shortcuts being an app that enables you to create like workflows on iPhone and iPad. You've got iCloud Plus is getting some more features. You've got um, Safari is getting a re revamp with tab groups that, you know, let's say you have like five YouTube tabs open. It'll just group them into one tab and then, then you hover over the group and it like does a drop down box and then you can, you know, just like space efficiency things. Yeah, um, the, the, the two main things that kind of were interesting. Uh, one, the biggest one for me, is that Swift Playgrounds is going to become a, a complete um, developer environment, which is kind of interesting that you'll be able to write and build an entire app natively within the iPad OS, within the Swift Playgrounds app. That's pretty interesting, and it might actually be something that I try out. That's coming in uh, iOS 15. And then the other thing is Xcode Cloud. This seems to be something that I'll probably utilize later on as I get more into building and not like a beginner kind of feature, but more like a team feature or a yeah more enterprise level feature. But yeah, Xcode Cloud seems pretty interesting as well. It's just moving the developer environment more into the cloud and adding on cloud services that can just speed up workflows um, automate a bunch of different things like automate the building of your app across every different device um, so that you have access to more powerful computing in the cloud. Very interesting to see where it's all going but also kind of a waste of time. <laughs> I, I thought I had to because all the podcasts are talking about the WWDC 2021 and I was like, ah, oh, I'm just not relevant if I haven't watched it. But yeah, yeah, I've got, I've got other more important things that I should be working on. So that is it for today. Uh, it is Monday, day 24, and I will catch you tomorrow. Thanks for listening, everyone.